Welcome to David's Speaking. What's up, everyone? <clears throat> Not sure why I decided to do a podcast. I don't really have like too much important things to say, but I just. Felt like making a podcast. Um, so I made a podcast. Alexa, volume down. Alexa, volume down. thinking but uh, might as well talk about some things uh, this is going to be a generalized episode I guess so one of the things one of the insights I actually came up with uh, over the past couple of days was that um, basically Fundamentalists and people with a, a, a strong ideology are desperate. Uh, there's a couple of reasons for this, and I don't mean they're they're consciously desperate, but uh, they are desperate because they are. God damn it! This thing's all stuck. There it goes. There it goes. Because they have such a belief system like they do, they have um, actually managed to fool themselves into believing uh, certain things. Whether they be right or wrong, it doesn't really matter. It's not really the point. Not even necessarily managed to fool themselves. It's more like they managed to be convinced by their mind that what they're saying what they believe is completely correct and so I say they're desperate because when uh, something comes up that's completely against their ideology whatever it is whatever it's going to be they have a desperation to you know, deal with them in a certain way. Why do you think so many people are angry in politics? So many people are angry when it comes to politics because they have these ideas. Oh, the Democrats—they're—they're insurrectionists. They're like they hate America. Oh, the Republicans—they don't care about you. They don't care about the poor person. This type of thing. Whether it be right or wrong, I don't really care. That's not really the point. The point is, is that they're so desperate to hold on to what their beliefs are that they'll just plain up, they'll, they'll just plain make up shit. Um, 
and it'll just plain stick to it, even if it has been proven over and over and over again to be wrong. I mean, the other day, uh, it was like a week ago, I was talking to somebody. I don't want to really get too deep into it, but they said... We were talking about... Hold on, let me do this very quick. Set this shit up here. We were talking about the news, and we were talking about believing, you know, what you're reading. And I, and he's like, well, I believe everything that I'm, I believe what I'm reading, you know. I'm like, you know, that's fine and all, but if you, if you prove to be wrong, because you believe what you've read, because you believe what the news is telling you, you could be believing fake news and believing lies. And I gave a very overt example. Like, uh, well, that means that if you believe that the flat earthers uh, are correct, that, that I mean, sorry, I said that wrong. Uh, that means that if you read that the flat earth is flat, you're going to believe it because you believe everything that you read. And he's like, no, I'm not going to believe that because I don't believe the earth is flat. I didn't really give a good example of this because this problem is so damn persistent. But, uh, this idea of believing what you read, this idea of believing what your parents tell you, what your society tells you, what your party tells you to believe. I mean, they don't, they don't necessarily do it, like, overtly, oh, like, oh, you must believe this. I mean, unless they're Christians or fundamentalists are very much like that, but often it's a lot more subtle than that. And they have, you know, these ideas that aren't, you know, it's not even about the fact that they're wrong so much as it is about how they act and react, especially how they react when it comes to somebody questioning their ideas, their belief. And this is why I say that uh, those with an ideology those who are fundamentalists, and I don't just mean fundamentalists in the religious sense, but uh, so many political figures, political figures and political people who have a political ideology are pretty much fundamentalists, which means that they're pretty much tribalists. They're tribalists towards their own party. Uh, But because they're fundamentalists, they're so desperate to... uh, stay within their own belief system, whatever it is. And this causes you to you know, explain so much, honestly, um, <clears throat> you know, all these parties, they all claim to have the correct truth, and nothing but the correct truth, um, I don't 
really want to go too deep into that, but all these different ideologies say this. Oh, we're the ones who are correct. They're, they're the ones that are wrong. Oh, these Republicans. Oh, these Democrats. That What is causing this is their desperation. Um, because what they don't realize, and... Well, this is kind of nuanced, but... What they don't understand, and what's kind of nuanced here, is that because this belief system is going to be unstable, because your belief systems are, um, I'm trying to think of the right word, very unstable, but because you don't realize this, but because the mind subconsciously knows this, it's going to be reacting towards against these the opposite belief or against anybody who questions your belief um, and the mind the mind subconsciously knows this maybe not necessarily in words or in intellect but because it acts the way it does it knows it instinctually because I mean you could think of it this way right I mean, it'd be like trying to stop the rain from affecting the stone. I mean, sure, the stone, after a while, is... I mean, sure, the stone takes a long time to, you know, change its form. But but eventually, it'll be worn down by the rain. And it won't become stone. or It'll become a different kind of stone. Or different, like, shape. Um, and as when it comes to beliefs in the mind, it's actually worse than this. It's like if you're if you had a roof and a house that was completely made out of wood and it became flooded, what would happen to that wood? It would become waterlogged. It become even. I mean, it might even be even worse than this, depending on how strong your beliefs are. But even if you have a strong belief, it doesn't really matter. The point, the problem still stands. Um, number one is the instability of the belief, which causes the mind to do what it does <clears throat> because the mind subconsciously understands instinctually understands in the subconscious way that you know these things are impermanent but because you don't understand this I mean unless you've listened to my content a lot uh, or have listened to other spiritual teachings or whatever but because you don't understand this when the mind the because the mind understands this to protect itself aka you it you know reacts it starts attacking and starts doing all these things to try, try and keep things these things in place it's a very sneaky way of doing things you may not you may not know this but you're uh, the reason why you get angry is because the mind is trying to manipulate you or something to do what it wants. You know, it's it's a funny thing, uh, but but when people uh, try out this, they try to be so tough and so angry. Um, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't really do what they think it does. This, this illusion of invulnerability that they have um, keeps them trapped within um, behaviors. Like, 
if you have to have protect an image that you're you're a tough person that you're invulnerable or whatever it is then you're going to have to protect this image by you know keeping up this charade that that's you know it, it may or may not be true it doesn't really matter it's not really the point the point is that you're going to have to preserve this illusion um that you that you've created that you're tough uh, people think that anger is, you know, something. Well, well, it's not really that people think, but you, you may you be surprised what actually underlies anger. It's not it's not a fighter mentality. Uh, there's I've talked about this before, um, but there's a. I forget what it was called, but there's a video from Actualized.org that talks about the four kind of levels of consciousness that exist. And the first level is the victim, and the second level is the the fighter, the third level is the creator, and the third, fourth level is, uh, I forget what he called it, but basically it's a level where you realize that you, you can't actually control things. Um, but people think that when they're angry, they, 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 they probably wouldn't think of themselves as a victim, right? But actually, that's exactly what a victim does. A victim is angry. A victim, in a sense, anger actually comes from depression, from sadness. Not necessarily depression, but from sadness. Now, um, let me try and explain this logically, right? So, say you're getting angry because somebody did something that you didn't like. Well, if something, somebody did something that you didn't like, or some, if, if you didn't actually like this thing, would you get angry? Or dislike it, would you get angry? Or if you didn't dislike it, what else would happen if you didn't get, if you did dislike it, what else would happen if you didn't get angry, you would get sad? What happens, what actually happens, what actually causes anger is the mind gets hurt, in some way, imagines it gets hurt, and so it has, you know, sadness. But to protect itself from this uh, sadness, it gets angry. That's what anger is. It's a protection mechanism. Um, it's one of the things that most people may not even realize is happening, but, you know, it's, it's like I talked about in my, uh, one of my previous episodes about the sub sub reality of your mind you have like multiple realities um and one of them you know is this sub sub reality or the one of them well, you know, the first level is the surface level the second level is this bullshit level that's the level of like your supposed rational reasons and your third level is actually the real reasons that are actually based on emotion. In the same in the same way, anger is kind of the same thing. Anger is like the second level. But underlying the second level is the third level, uh, which is, you know, sadness in the victim mentality. Um, You know, it's one of the things you don't 
really hear all that often, but it is kind of what's happening. I mean, I bet if you take apart uh, all these like macho tough guys that you that they think they are, they want to be or whatever, or they try to be. And underlying this is almost a sort of victim mentality. Oh, I don't want to be hurt, so I'm going to become some tough guy, or I'm going to be diff- distance. I'm going to distance myself from everybody and all this stuff. There's nothing wrong with this, but you have to be aware of it, really, because if you're not aware of these things, you're not. You're not really going to uh, understand yourself. Um, and so if you don't understand yourself, you can't change yourself. Or or not even really change yourself so much as um, understand yourself. Well, I already said that, but you can't really understand yourself if you don't observe yourself um, and understand these sub-sub-levels because it's one thing to understand the sub-surface level of you but it's another thing to understand the, like these the, these deeper levels that exist within you and if you don't think they exist within you that means you haven't observed yourself really deeply um, you know it's one of those things that you you almost have to like Stare in awe at how easy and sneaky your mind is when it comes to keeping you from the deeper aspects of yourself. It's pretty amazing, actually, because your mind focuses and and gives you all these red herrings of surface-level content. Like politics is honestly one of the really good examples of this. You know, there's religion, spirituality in some ways. Not really spirituality, but some of the surface-level forms of spirituality. Um, uh, in particular, the New Age spirituality kind of has like this surface-level uh, spirituality. You know, I see it a lot with stage green type people, um, but they don't actually uh, embody this. Really, it's it's pretty freaky actually, because your mind. It's very sneaky. Um, because it'll it'll give you like a fake spirituality. But underlying the spirituality, underneath it is like what you actually are. Which could be, you know, a victim. Maybe you see yourself as a victim. Um, I mean, it's not going to be in words or in, uh, in you know, thoughts. It's going to be like in emotions. Um, so it's like your mind says something to uh, keep you from looking or to keep itself from discovering that it's not actually these things. It's pretty amazing, actually, how, how sneaky your mind is about these things. And if it wasn't so disempowering, uh, I, would, I would almost congratulate the mind. If it wasn't such, if it wasn't so disempowering to have this happen, if it wasn't such an important thing to see this, honestly. I mean, I think that's most, um, most of why we have so many problems in the world. We have so many problems in the world because people are not observing our, themselves in this, like, deeper aspect. And so they get lost within, you know, content. And they look at all these red herrings like, oh, the, the people out there are the problem. The people out there are wrong. And, 
and you know they're bad and evil. We must kill the infidels and this type of thing. Um, or we must stop the Democrats. We must stop the Republicans. Trump cheating. Trump will cheat into the election. And, you know this type of thing. Democrats will cheat in the election. You know whatever, whatever, whatever it is, it's keeping you from looking objective, objectively at yourself. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing how sneaky your mind is with these things. Um, I mean, I don't know if it necessarily does this on purpose, but it definitely does it. I think it almost does it more. It doesn't really do it on purpose. I think it's more of an of an instinctive thing, because it understands instinctively what survival is and how survival works, and why survival is. Well, not really why survival is, but why it needs to be, at least in its own like understandings, based on you know. Physical survival itself. Um, so, anyways, I mean, there's not really, there's not really a whole lot more that I need to talk about here. I just wanted to make this random episode. I, I, I wanted to do that a couple days ago, but. I, I just dis- decided not to because, uh, well, at first the reason was, like, uh, I mean, I don't know if this is true, you know, I've actually come, like, there was a point in time when I did episodes where I would basically come up with an idea, come up with, you know, a spiritual technique or whatever, and from that point on, just make the episode. I wouldn't really do a whole lot of like experimentation with it but now when I come up with an idea I usually do a lot more experimentation um but even given the non-experimentation I did with a lot of the ideas that I came up with a lot of them ended up proving to work um which is kind of interesting but anyways this is David Speaks and I'll talk to you in the next episode Mm-hmm.